This is episode 240 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel, the Beefcake Barber Manzano. I did it all myself. No help. You can't see the sides or the back, but I did it all myself. Will, I got robbed of the Miss Universe title, Hagwood. Uh, it came down to two of us, and you know, went to the other one. And Ryan, be very, very quiet. Ali's trying to sleep. Stan Azuski. Yeah, uh, phone is here. If he decides to wake up and Sarah says I she needs help, off I go. <laughs> It's it's gonna be like that for a while, folks. Ryan's just gonna be be on be on the on the lookout. Babies be crazy, man. You never know. You never know. Oh, I can I can see I can see it now. The future, uh, the the day that uh, the Ollie figures out how to like climb stuff. That's that's the day. That's the day Ryan's gonna be like. We're not there yet, Ryan, though. So no panic. No panic. Don't worry. Future Don't worry. Ryan problems. Future Ryan. Correct. Correct. All right, everybody. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, AMG did us the uh, the the pleasure of dropping a bunch of cards and pilots and things that we're super excited to talk about today. And uh, we're going to be doing that, breaking it down. We had some requests for people to do it during the week. I'll be honest. Uh, I am neck deep in shipping right now, and I just don't have time. Plus, the concert going on. I was like, nope, I can't. I can't do it. Can't do it right now. Uh, but we're all four here together today, so we'll go ahead and uh, and get that done for you guys today. And, uh, of course, we have upcoming the Jank Tank Open. If you haven't signed up yet, it is not too late yet uh signups do close on uh on december 31st i think is when we're closing them but uh as as of after this cast i'm going to be officially on discord uh posting the link to the second google form you need to fill out which uh is where you're going to submit which of the two lists that were randomly drawn for you you're going to use and with the changes you made the minus one upgrade and plus one upgrade no more than 200 points. Do it there. Of course, um, if you did have any issues with your list, there's been some small things here and there. We can get that corrected. Post that on the Discord. Essentially, if for some reason uh, some type of dial changing mechanic got through and I didn't notice it, let me know uh, because that wouldn't be allowed in the tournament anyway. Or if you have an upgrade that is four, point, four points or more that is useless, we can also make a change. I guarantee you, your list will not be better, but it'll be different. Um, <laughs> that That is all there, my friends. Um, let, let's actually, before we even jump into the cards, uh, we did have some in-person tournaments happen. They were unofficial, but hey, we want to talk about them anyway uh, because we had some, some in-person play. Will, what, what was the event that went, uh, one of the events that went on this weekend? Uh, that's PAX Unplugged. Uh, looks like there was six, six people in attendance, and they got to do then a top 16. 
All right, so here here we go. This was put on uh, this was at Pax Unplug again. It was a not official event, but it was put on by the Liberty Squadron um, folks. The, I will tell you that they did ask me to go out to stream it. Unfortunately, because of family time, I try to really lock down uh, December for for family stuff. If it had been uh, in January, I probably would have been there, but alas, it wasn't. So. Uh, we had 66 players, like you said. Uh, I want to go ahead. I want to break down the top eight. We're going to jump around here. Uh, this is currently uh, done by the Swiss ranking, uh, not by who actually you know got into that top eight. So let's go ahead. Let's start breaking them down. Uh, our champion, we'll start there. We had Merrick Marshinowitz. Marshinowitz. We'll go ahead and enhance here. Uh, what do we have there, Marcel? All right. So uh, Merrick. Flew a um, uh, that's sad. Merrick sounds a lot like M E R R C K, mm -hmm. which is um, from the Vampire Chronicles. And for those of you who don't know, Anne Rice, who wrote the Vampire Chronicles, you know, the interview with a vampire and stuff passed away two days ago. So rest in peace. Anyway, uh, that just reminded me. Uh, so Merrick flew General Grievous, Solus One, three fearsome predators. I'm big fan of fearsome predators uh they are the tri-fighters that uh i think the ones that you can shoot and then give strain off uh when you miss or actually after you shoot hit or miss and then uh two separatist drones so that's a total of uh one two three four five six is that six yep six ship uh cis list with again general grievous being being the one that that's the heavy hitter which is um Kind of a, a theme that we've seen, right? Like one heavy hitter with a ton of support. So, well done. And how did he do in the tournament? Did it show fourth? Uh, looks like they did five rounds of Swiss, it seems like. So he went uh, four, four and, and one. one. Okay, cool. That looks like yeah, I'm to coming. To clarify, this was a graduated cut event. So... Uh... There was only 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 the X and ones made it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I will say one other thing. You know, I don't know how far down we're gonna go, but no matter how far down we're gonna go, we're not gonna go far enough to see any Defender Vaders because all these people saying Defender Vader are like eh, breaking the game. Uh, no, they're just breaking people's hearts when when they go home. Right <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's keep it going that was our winner in second place ryan we had tom traz yep and dion i think if you click on the cut name at the top it should reorder it for you oh fancy there it is easy so um tom traz running one two three four five I three the Black Squadron Scout Strikers, and one Tie Fighter named Scourge Skatu with Predator. Not anything I would expect commonly anywhere, to be honest. Uh, just I have Strikers at I three, meaning anything that moves before me, my ailerons could take massive advantage of, and reposition afterwards, which we know. Uh, modern type of reposition being the ailerons but um having that capability in the world of road pretty good a lot of things still will move after i3 because there's still a lot of i4 i5 and i6 is out there uh but it's just a large volume of fire um scourge 
just probably one of the few TIE fighters that uh, can add an additional dice, but is that a high enough initiative to where it can't be initiative killed very easily? So it will uh, have a play. Um, and going to make and going with Scourge, saying, "All right, I'm going to try and get something with a bullseye. I have Predator to help me at least have modification if I feel like I need to barrel for it." Uh, whereas uh, some people might opt for Mauler Mythal, who will get that big range one four dice, but not ever have that three dice in any other threatening manner. So it's just six ships, somewhat higher than average initiative, being six ships with three dice with all ships. So just a lot of heat being brought uh, with a lot of numbers, which seems to be another consistent thing if we looked at the winner, a solid play against lists right now that are highly featuring that one big centerpiece, whether it be a dash, a Vader, Kylo, etc. That is the endgame piece, and then a lot more smaller things around instead of a lot instead of multiple endgame pieces right now. So there's a chance that what we're seeing is we know we're getting a little bit of a rock, paper, scissors forming right now. And maybe this high powered or enough firepower from a, a high count ship list might be a potential response to these um, big Death Star style. I call Death Star just because it's, it's normally uh, it's, it's a term that's used in actually many other games. It's just a big centerpiece, and a lot of things in the list form around it to make it just this. It's this is the threat, and you will have to deal with it. And it's really hard to kill. All right, and Tom Tom was, the, I believe, the only undefeated at the event as well. Wanted to go ahead and give him a shout out there. Let's uh, let's keep it going here, Will, with Baron Mangu and a top four performance. All right, Baron Mangu brought a first order squad utilizing uh, the new feedback ping talent slot. Uh, starts off with L Lieutenant Tavson. We've seen Tavson still performing well. Such a good ability on uh, a high, I'll call it a high ceiling chassis, uh, the Upsilon. Uh, this one's got Sensibu Sweets. Not only is that going to activate the feedback pings, but also uh, frees up one of the action Tavson likes to take a lot, which is target lock. Because um, they the buoys, they'll give the user a target lock before they engage, but with feedback ping, uh, they're going to give three other first order cadets uh, target locks at any range uh, for their advanced proton torpedoes, uh, big range one attacks. And then to get some use out of feedback feedback ping outside of the buoys, they've brought proxy mines as well. Uh, so you can even, uh, we've talked about utilizing, just throwing out a proxy mine uh, early on in the game. Uh, it's kind of like an extra buoy uh, for, to be able to utilize that feedback ping. Plus uh, the these bombers, if you don't remember, have that boost in the system phase, so you can boost and then drop the proxy mine on somebody. Uh, I am constantly surprised that these first order cadets loaded out this heavy have been successful, but um, I'm not sure. Is, is Tavson one of the linchpins in this? Is he a Death Star in this build, or is he really just pure support? He's the best support, I man. He's so good. <laughs> because, <laughs> oh, right? He's pretty good support, yeah. 
He's yeah, been I mean, a consistent piece for the first order. Go ahead, Marcel. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's. Uh, I mean, it's not only a four-dice gun. It's a four-dice gun that's probably double-modded. And then on top of that, um, just the potential to coordinate during engagement is, um, I think it's probably the best. I don't know another tool that is better than choosing your action um, in engagement. So that's... I think that just kind of takes it out of the, the ballpark. It's 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 your Death Star, but it's your Death Star with like a uh, do not shoot me. Like nobody wants to shoot at it. Everybody mm -hmm. probably is going after the 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 bombers. And then if you kill the bombers, okay, you still have this big old Ford I gun double modded coming after you. Yeah, and on top of that, it's it, this list is basically creating a large amount of no-go zones. Like you don't want to be in front of Tabson check but then you also don't want to be at range one of any of these bombers because it's very likely if placed correctly those buoys are going to get locks the way they the way they need them and even if you try to approach them and don't get hit by the advanced proton torpedoes they'll probably throw a bomb in your face next turn it's really hard to approach this list i think yeah it makes sense to me i just realized that those first order cadets are the i3s as well so this should fly pretty good with Tapson. I wonder if he ever dropped, we, I know um, Alex Mogensen was talking about dropping seismics. Uh, would you ever drop a proxy mine on your own Tapson? I know. <laughs> no. I, I don't think that's necessary. I'm trying to think the situation where it would actually, because the problem with the proxy mine is you run over it. So that that's not uh, like a, yeah. a, that's not like a seismic that'll trigger at the, at the end of activation. We're gonna get more information. Mm, I see what you mean. Um. Mm -hmm. Man, <laughs> I don't think you can completely right. say no to it. And I was muted for yeah, about actually, half of that, but whatever. This this reminds me of, of the rabbit hole I went down when I when I faced Will at the first crossroads when he had that that scum list because you technically could do many things. You could drop a proxy mine on Tabson to then be able to coordinate a barrel roll to a first order cadet to the in With that system boost. phase to then do the boost and drop a better bomb. <laughs> it oh, can man. happen if they want it or really need it. Interesting. All right. Well, let's keep moving on. I thought that, like I said, the, the the bombers continue to interest me that they do so well. All right. Next, other top four performers, we had Brett Freeman uh, bringing what, you know, what I would I would say is uh, it's kind of a, a classic list, but it's only a two-ship list, right? Am I looking at that right? You got Han Solo. And Luke Skywalker. You can't get more thematic than that. Uh, you got Luke Skywalker, R2 Astromechs. You got some regen out there. You got hull upgrade, S-foils. You got ion torpedoes. Ion torpedoes. Trying to get some control there. It's probably especially against higher ship counts when you want to make sure that you can guarantee where you know something is going. And then Han Solo doing doing the real work out there lone wolf also ion ion missiles here ezra bridger and kanan jaras so two 
not one, but two Force users. Kanan really allowing for that flexibility out there. You got R2D2 crew. He will. I feel like he's spoiled. For, he's, just, he's got all the toys in this list. He's got a shield upgrade and a hull upgrade and the Millennium Falcon title. This Han can do anything. What do you, what do you want? I got you. How many points is that Han Solo? 120 something at least it's it's here i can i can find out real quick here we're gonna go we're gonna do a little little magic here we're gonna open up the yasby all right and we can import import the xws and it will tell us here we go 126 points 126 points what are the upgrades not used on this on this list? Anakin's no, force, uh, force. Sorry, Luke's, Luke's force, force slot isn't used. That's so, it. Ezra, what's I know Ezra is an additional shot, but what's the condition for that? You need to be stressed. Yeah. No, it, it's veteran tail gunner at the cost of force, but if you are stressed, you get a reroll. Okay. Oh, is it? So, I thought you, okay. Yeah, it still costs you a stress, or does not a stress. So with lone it wolf, force. So basically, if you're boosting or something like that, you get lone wolf, you get Ezra reroll, you get uh, one force from cannon, and then you get another force. Well, the other force is really just the second shot. No, Ezra is only the reroll if you spend his force to attack a second time. Okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I would guess that it was mostly just for the force. You know, and in, yeah. because no, you want to shoot twice. I mean, you do, but it has to be out of the opposite side. It can't be yeah. the same. It, like yeah. most of the time, the way Han flies, if he's got ships on both sides, something probably went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like he's no, usually on the edge. But it feels like it's missing a piston. But right. it's really right. good. No, I mean, I mean, you're you're counting it out. You got. Lone Wolf for offensive rerolls. You got Millennium Falcon for defensive rerolls. You got R2D2, which gives you a shield back every round. It's basically like adding an evade result every every round. Plus you're a 17 health chip. No, 15. 13 In, plus two. 15. Infinity health ship. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Uh, you're gonna need you're gonna need more than one ship to take down that Han in the end game. Yeah, that's uh that that's thickums. Like six ships in the first <laughs> and second place <laughs> list. Right. Pretty much. All right. Well let's let's keep it going here, Ryan. Uh, Jeremy Chambly in uh in the top eight. Yep, and he actually was the only other undefeated in Swiss. Um, he ran, I, we're going to see a few iterations of this here, or a few copies of this, but ran Rebels List with the ever popular or increasing in popularity Dash Rendar with the, I, I would say, one of the standard loadouts, Trick Shot, Receptive Co-Pilot, Generoso, Outrider. Just getting that Focus Evade token stack, having Outrider, and having the chance to use Trick Shot for a five dice attack. Now, the support platforms are the other things that kind of shift around these days. This this list decides to go for Hera in the B-Wing, just opting for just jamming beam. And then Kyle Katarn in the Hawk with Moldy Crow and Cassian Andor Crew, giving a little bit of dial peaking information, 
probably take advantage of it while they can until <laughs> uh, it all goes away. <laughs> um, and then they can use their five points elsewhere. But uh, I assume, you know, Cassian probably did some work in making sure Dash barreled when he needed to or, or uh, chose not to when he didn't. Yep, Cassian Andor, for those of you who don't remember, there's that. Uh, there's a text there. During the system phase, you may choose one enemy ship at range 1 to 2 and guess aloud the bearing and speed. Then look at that ship's dial. If the chosen ship's bearing and speed match your guess, you may set your dial to another maneuver. But that second part is just bonus. You don't really care. You just get to see that uh, that information. Like you said, Ryan, you get that. If you have repositioning, you can still use it to your advantage. All right, Marcel, we got Daniel, uh, excuse me, Christopher Daniel here with the first order. Kind of a, a uh, I would say, a, a, a classic. Well, at this point, a classic. It's like a month ago, but yeah. Uh, so it's Kylo Ren with Extreme Maneuvers, Sensor Scrambler, and Ion Torpedoes. Tabson uh, with nothing, just Tabson. And then Breach with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Ion Missiles, Counter Nets and seismic charges and it's very similar i don't think it's the same but it's very similar to um to what one it's exactly the same. same oh it's exactly the same okay so it's exactly the same it's also the thing i whooped your butt with on wednesday oh, I, 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 I had to take a second to talk trash i had to take a second to talk trash i'm sorry i'll give it to you i'll give it to you he was also who's curious i was flying u-wings and Rexler, bro. What is it called? Uh, the TIE Fighter Rex. So, so yeah, he whooped my butt with TIE Fighter I Rex. Did. Anyway. Bring it, bring it up, bring it on Wednesday. It's <laughs> just a win and a loss. That's all that matters. That's yeah, all. That, yeah, yeah. The, the stats say W. No. That's all I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. He. I, I think I saw Dion's eyes like just light up with. Uh, oh, you can do this and this with extreme maneuvers. He was, he was, he was really giddy with the extreme maneuvers thing. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, it's a, it's a really solid list. It's one that's been around, um, for a month or whenever it's been, I think, uh, it's very similar to what, uh, Nick Tobin was flying even back in store championship time when we did ours. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a solid list and the seismic charges, uh, are definitely awesome with Tabson because it guarantees that only one damage at a huge radius it gives you a huge radius to get that one damage in just for that one action during engagement all right and paul heaver's list will all right so paul heaver has brought a another dash rendar combination using the same loadout here uh trick shot perceptive co-pilot jenner so outrider one action focus evade uh or the uh, elusive devil evade um really just shutting out uh if you're facing off against a ship with only two attack dice just i'll have two evades uh but uh yeah obviously hero jam beams foils kyle katarn also taking cassie nandar and moldy crow so basically so, the same list as chambly mm -hmm. and uh funny note Chambly and he Paul Heaver played each other round five. So this list during Swiss only lost against itself. Hmm. Uh, was there, were they doing road 
at uh, PAX. I yep. um, yeah. all these lists are 200 points, so I had to assume so. Yeah, yep. they were doing road and um, deficit scoring. Deficit scoring and road, yeah. And I think there was like two more of the exact same list. So I think this is probably like the the Nova area. They uh, they brought yeah. they brought it. Yeah, I think uh, Andrew Andrew Cox brought it as well, but he did not make the cut. Um, it seems really good. You get what uh, three different tokens on dash, and you can wait to pass the evade to him with Hera or not. Or you get four if Hera just focuses. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that, that's four tokens, and you can get a total of four evades on it. <laughs> like, Ugh, four like evades. All right, we're getting into that. That list is Jinerso's just setting down evade results these days, and I, I don't like it anymore. Not fun. Four evades on a 10 hull to agility ship. Oof. And I think I think the that a trick like that is the reason why it's not Jake, right? So one of the, one of the things, uh, you know what? We're here. This is essentially the next iteration, right? On the dash list that we've been seeing hey dash the 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 base dash perceptive co-pilot Jin Erso. that's that's the that's where you start how can i get dash as many tokens as possible so in in the previous iteration where you had jake jake would give dash an action the difference here dash can do its own focus action two tokens Hera can pass a token during uh, the dice modify step, token number three, and then Kyle, uh, uh, his ability window is the start of active, or start of engagement, I think, believe it is. Start of engagement can pass that fourth token. So just for anybody who's like, four tokens, what do you mean? L literally could be four evade tokens. Like, that's that's not a joke. Um, so that <laughs> I think that's the reason why you see the change to Kyle rather than Jake because one of the things we we talked about will when we were commentating on these dash mm -hmm. games was if you take out those support pieces those support pieces do a huge amount of work and this just ups that support game like they're they're there they can shoot when it's convenient but they're mm -hmm. there to support dash like dash is the game well, also it takes the ahsoka and um jake's two die guns and it ups it to three die guns so now you have two other ships that are support but are support with three die attacks and they themselves being very tough to kill kyle you know walking around with three focus tokens is not easy to kill yeah and i i would think depending on how much fire dash is getting in in this iteration of the list i think the most common turn setup is likely to be takes takes the the perceptive co-pilot takes double evade gets passed to focus from kyle and hera locks maybe and then could pass it over if necessary yeah if hera is trying to shoot that uh second shot of the jamming beam uh that she all she's got to do is just take a lock and spend it to, for the second shot uh, I6 jamming beam is pretty powerful. I don't know if these guys are utilizing it, but uh, it, it seems very good in theory. I did hear that one of them used jamming beam to stop a proton, a Kylo Ren proton torpedo from going at there. One of their sounds, so that sounds awesome. You know what? <laughs> it's there, um, and we we know Cassian's likely out the door soon. So it you know, 
two of those points could probably go towards FCS on here anyway, which is very commonly picked as it is on the B-Wing platform. And uh, the one thing I see that is potentially the, the most common downfalls this list is that Dash is not being coordinated or given any actual actions. He's being passed tokens. So if he gets blocked, he doesn't get his perceptive, perceptive co-pilot trigger at all. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. So so don't get blocked, which is maybe why you know it ends up losing in the top eight when you have the high higher ship count numbers. You, you throw out that block, you've taken away the action, and now the the efficiency of the list, or at least of dash, has has dropped to, to the token potential has dropped by fifty percent. Yeah, not only that. I mean, uh, Hera is uh, as a support ship much easier to kill than Jake or or um, or Ahsoka. And if you got five or six ships shooting at a one agility B wing. It's gonna pop. I mean, it's probably gonna die in one turn. So, <laughs> and and you know where it's gonna be. It's a B wing. It's not gonna fight forward boost out of there. It's like you know where that B wing is gonna be. All right, and th that's why I was thinking, like, really, those those support ships. They... Do you remember? This is what this was out of packs as well, where dash one, um, the initiative seven double shoot dash. Do you remember? You guys remember this? Yeah. yeah so Rourke and the hawk. Yeah, yeah. Rourke and the, Rourke and the hawk. Where essentially you could potentially just have Rourke on the board edge. You have board edge Rourke dash. This could potentially function that same way, where you have the support ships out there to support, and then maybe in more in the mid game they get involved and they can kind of help make that turn. Um, but this is definitely, definitely kind of feels, uh, I'm going to use the word mobile fortress-esque, where it's it's kind of like a, you need to figure out how to, not in the sense of they're staying in the same spot, but more of like this unit moves together. And as long as they're on that board edge, it's it's super scary. Your, your approach is going to have to be on point if you're going to want to do something against this. All right, we don't want to we don't want to jip our last top eight competitor. Uh, go ahead and take it. Next person, I don't remember who it is. Brian, was oh, it me? Okay. Uh, da -da -da -da. All right, so we have Keith W uh, running a resistance list, starting with Finn in the pod with heroic Rose, no upgrades. A Red Squadron Expert X-Wing with BB, S-Foils, and Jamming Beam. Joff, Sea Striker with Automated Targeting Priority, S-Foils, Jamming Beam. And Kaz with R5 and Targeting Computer. Uh, we see R5 a lot on Kaz. Very common picked droid because you just repair the first card uh, with the first charge of R5. But Targeting Computer, not commonly taken, but cheap enough. Get, get a lock, be able to get some additional uh, type of modifications. You're already slamming around, so slam around where they're not going to get you and maybe get a lock later on. And the people who don't remember, Joff C Striker is the I-3 T-70 X-Wing. After you lose a shield, gain an evade token. So very disincentivized to have a whole round dedicated in the beginning of the game to trying to uh, get focus-fired shots on Joff. Um, Joff isn't really well modified by himself on the attack though so he's i mean still a strong platform t70 three die attack can still do some pretty good damage especially at range one but he's not like a bastion or a nimi 
that's going to up that offense more through its uh, special ability. But it's going to be really hard to kill. Um, so just five ship resistance, another menagerie of of options and tools there to mix and match around, generally equating to at least two T-70s and about two pods, and then the last ship opted for Kaz instead of a third T-70. I find it interesting, uh, the the call here to not put C-3PO on Rose. Like, Rose is literally being taken as a as an offensive piece like this is she came she came she came to fight she came to joust just an efficient cheap piece like i'm here i am really going i'm gonna provide very consistent offense and defense as long as i have friends around me or in front of me all right. Well, that's the top eight of the Pax Unplugged. Thank you, by the way. Shout out to Liberty Squadron for taking the uh, the initiative to get that done. And um, yeah, you guys are you guys are awesome. Now, here, I wanted to take a second, take a half beat, and kind of touch on something that came up in our GSP chat. Um, let's do a little meta comparison. You know, meta comparison, we just came off of the Galactic Championship. We kind of understand the meta that we were coming on off of with online play. Uh, similar. If uh, just the next step, the next evolution, uh, you know, what, what what do you think, Marcel? I want to start with you. Uh, is this based off the, <laughs> the comments I made? I'm guessing. I don't know what you're talking. Um, about. We're just we're just having a conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it, it was a a bit of a, a self old man rant that I that I went on um, in um, and 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 I'll say it because I know Dion's too nice to say it. But um, a lot of people have been putting uh, online play down in that like oh it's not real x-wing or it's not representative of what the game is because it doesn't have the same um you know it's not the same angles it's not the same number of rounds people don't buy the same number of ships etc 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 so they're just trying to say like oh it's not it's not comparable it's like um it, it's not you're not going to get the same thing and apples and, and oranges I, type of exactly thing. but um when you look at the lists you know now it's true that some people are better in person than than online or and vice versa. Like there is that uh, physical component of the game that allows you to be able to see on the screen versus see on in in, in real life. Like be able to map it out. I mean, it, it's a different mechanically. It's a different skill set. Um, but as far as the list and what does well and the way that you fly and the strategies, the list looked pretty similar um again it's uh like ryan said it's it's evolutions of what we've seen it's like oh we've seen this do well how can i improve on this uh so it's 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 uh evolutions of what we've seen do do well trying to improve it but also evolution in it's a road you know we were not playing in road during the the, the galactic championship so obviously they've made adjustments with like Cassian Andor or some or the strikers, for example, because of because of that um, variance being added with with the road. But um, but yeah, I think I think for me it was satisfying, kind of a it was satisfying inside to be like, 
like oh you guys have been not you guys because we don't know who actually has been saying that but but there is a pocket of people that have been saying that but like the people that have been saying that like the same lists that are winning online tournaments are the ones that are either winning or performing well or making to the to the end of of in person so same goes for the people that were saying about the six dan techs like oh nobody's gonna trust me they will oh they would they for would. sure yeah if you have you if if, if if it was allowed to bring eight white t 2400s somebody would go out there and buy eight white t 2400s and this is coming from a guy that owns i think 11 12 13 jump masters i don't even i lost count. it's more than that <laughs> so i can't even fly it in epic yeah uh, a lot of them were gifted but yes i have more than 10 jump masters so yes people will go out there and buy it so uh yes don't no don't don't use that as a oh just because it's expensive to put on the table people won't bring it like no they'll still bring it all right all right just, well, just wanted just wanted so i had had to had to poke the bear just a little bit there. Uh, but I want to now jump into new stuff. New stuff. But before we do that, I want to remind you all that if you want to be part of our largest group of supporters, you can head to patreon.com slash gold squadron. Actually, literally in my living room, the paper copies of the scum squad came in. And I think what I'll do is while one of you guys are breaking down some cards, I'll probably run to go get them so that I can I can show them off because that art came out. Ah, super sweet but uh here we go we're gonna start by looking at the gauntlet model guys guys this thing is massive it's so big Wait, don't put tokens on the base I, I would say i've never been a proponent of putting tokens on the base of large base ships you definitely don't want to do this on no, you can You just lift up the wings and grab the tokens from off of it. <laughs> it's like a, a token dispenser. Yeah, so for those yeah. of you who, who don't know, <laughs> the, the wings do move. All right, there there is uh, is the evidence right there. Now, is this – quick question, because I, I – I'm not – I'm not going to go and complain about the fact that this random X-Wing thing show up during random painting streams that are, are the field – kind of off the cuff but is this purple and beige this is the stock paint job yes okay I've, i feel like i've seen a picture somewhere with it in the box and it looked like that paint job mm -hmm. okay so there you go there's the stock paint job they were um they, they were doing like a repaint stream with this uh this gray and and red do you guys does this thing have a special stand it, i think it probably has to right he was painting it with an epic stand, so maybe they've they'll just do that from now on. It's just an Instead epic of, peg. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's you know, how a lot you know, of people. You know what are, I mean by epic? A huge ship. Yeah, stand. yeah, the yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I fly. Like my large base ships is on one of the one of the epic pegs. I just take it off. Of it's, they're, they're sad. My, uh, uh, my my runner up there. It just it doesn't. Uh, doesn't have pegs anymore because that's for my large base ships. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, here's the real question. What, sorry. Go, was that go, the original paint job and the blue one that I've seen what it that, ended as? This this is the, the original paint job. 
Oh, so the, this is the original, and the other one is what they turned it into. Yes. I was just using the other one for scale, right? Like, that's – that is uh, – I mean, it's wider. It's going to be wider than the Ghost and just as long. It looks like it's – like, with the the bubble at the front, it will be the exact same length, but it definitely is wider. Uh, so, and this is going to be a large base ship, by the way, for anybody who's wondering. Like, it's not a huge ship. This will be part of the normal, regular 200-point play. So, this thing, this thing will be thick. Now, let's go ahead and uh, and look at something that a lot of people uh, didn't point out, but uh, something that I saw I actually posted in our Discord. But just in case you didn't catch it, uh, looks like the expected release date, February 25th, is what was um, posted on the um, on one of the European distributors' websites. Basically, if you own a store in Europe, you can get your distribution set up, and there it is. Uh, February 24th is the expected date. So excited to see that in the first quarter of 2020 should be good. Uh, do you guys want to hit the dial first or, or the pilots? What do you want? Dial. Start with the dial. All right, here we go. There she is. Uh, Will, break it down. All right. Uh, first off, has a red stop. All right. Uh, beyond that, you got one bank, and they are blue. <laughs> uh, no one straights, no hard ones. I uh, got all the twos, the two banks being blue as well. Uh, you got all the threes with the hard three being red, and then just the four forward. So no turnarounds, very few slow maneuvers, uh, and only one white hard turn so this thing's gonna fly somewhere in between like a lambda and a uh an upsilon do you think this is gonna have the u-wing mechanic where it can no. turn around no. because, but they did it give it the back arc right like it has a back arc yeah. it can shoot out of the back yeah, pull similar up, to the pull lambda. Up one of those cards because yeah with the with the rear arc that it's been given Three out the front, two out the back, like an arc. Um, and then, in addition to that, in my opinion, great stats. 11 total health on two agility. Ooh, go ahead. So, go ahead. What, what, what do we got there, Will? Yeah, three out the front, two out the back, like, a, like an arc 170. Two agility, uh, nine hole and two shields. So that's in the range of a shadow caster or a 2400, the two agility and, and about 10 health. We got a white focus, white target lock, and then red reinforce and red coordinate. Uh, the reinforce, I mean, the, uh, one bank and two banks for blues we just saw. And two straight, yes. And two straight, yeah. So some options for that reinforce uh but i think the the more interesting thing is the coordinate i don't know uh when when would you take away this thing's got to be 70 points to put on the board 60 something points to put on the board right i think it's probably gonna be close to upsilon price yeah. um 
it's, it's going to be really weird for the fact that this this ship, I think, is the first big base that doesn't have a one straight at all. Just can't no. do it. Too fast. It's too pointy. Uh, the Shadowcaster? Can the Shadow... Oh, the Shadowcaster is not blue, though. Yeah. Correct. That's the yes. difference. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the, another note on this card is that this Death Watch Warrior, a generic i'm gonna put in quotations it is pipped uh so you cannot run uh from what i've seen you, you can't have more than one of these on the table in any squad they're all unique pilots yeah so so that means i mean at most in a squad you could probably have two of these i'm just thinking if no. it's if it's oopsalon prices i mean like you could have one death watch warrior and one Bo-Katan. Not that you oh, should. Oh, sure. The two yeah, different pilots, yeah. but like total physical models, um, maybe. I, I think it's going to be pretty cost prohibitive, at least to, to start. Mm, two and Grievous, maybe. I could see it. <laughs> if they let, if they let you. <laughs> Do it. Do it. What, what, what could happen? <laughs> All right. So the, uh, I, mean, I like it. So what do you, Ryan? Why do you think? What's the reason for the pip? Why? Why can't I fly four of these on the table? Because they want to price them cheap enough and not have to worry about how many you get to put on the board. <laughs> there it's, there it's, it is. It's the age-old thing we were concerned about before, but it, it's weird how good they're implementing pips on generics so that there is some limitations, and it does allow them to be more generous with the points without having to worry about, oh, there's too many on the board because you can just hit copy-paste and make Diyun buy a bunch of them because he always wants to have the maximum that you can ever have on the board. Um, <laughs> we saved your wallet, Diyun. Don't worry about it. Um, but it's like, it's almost there. It's like, you could leave it unpipped, but you could add pips to the PDF, right? What if in the future it might, maybe it was okay to have two of them? I don't know. Then you come out with a different pilot that's initiative too. Then that that could work, right? Like they have they can have card packs in the future that add more of them, which could work. So I it, step in the right direction. Yes, is it an all the way fixed to allow us the maximum flexibility. Technically, no, but it's still cool. All right, let's go ahead and start taking a look at some of those unique pilots. Um, let's see, Marcel, which one you want? Uh, I don't have them in front of me. Just pick one. Let's see. I think this one is one of the Ooh, that ones. one's a good one. Okay. All right. So we're going with Pre... I can't pronounce this. Pre I think it Pre is Vizla. Pre, Pre Vizla. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pre Vizla. Not to be confused with Post Vizla. Yeah. That so while you perform an attack, initiative three, while you perform an attack, if the defender... In, uh, defender apostrophe S. If the defender's initiative is equal to or greater than yours, you may spend two charges to roll one additional die. Amazing ability on a ship that has a three die uh, front arc and two die back arc. Uh, basically saying anything that is not initiative one or two, you're going every other turn you can uh, boost up your attack. So that that uh, I didn't, I, I'm stuttering. I'm literally stuttering because I, I I don't know <laughs> why why is this so why are they doing this? Um, it's so good. And then to 
to make it even worse is they are not saying your primary attack. So if this thing has any sort of ordinance, whether it's a cannon slot, a torpedo slot, I mean, you could very well be throwing a five-die proton torpedo from range three, a six-die advanced proton torpedo from range one. Um, I mean, I don't even know. Like That sounds uh, expensive. <laughs> I hope so. For five-die torpedo or a six-die advanced proton torpedo, I mean, you can throw a heavy laser cannon and throw a five-die five, five die in the bullseye shot. And then, um, again, since it doesn't specify anything else, your back gun becomes a three-die gun. Uh, as well, um, every other turn. So this is this is just a really good. Um... So to to maybe quell the idea the 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 uh, tinfoil hat as to what might be able to be upgrade wise put on this thing, according to a quick look into this this ship in Wikipedia, uh, this thing only has lasers, no torpedoes. Potentially, you could say cannons. You might get that. And it just has the forward and back shots, so likely not to have munitions. Okay, it's still Ooh, four die out of the front, uh, three out of the back is still good. What about a three dice snapshot from it as well? If it has a talent, there you go. Yeah. All right, there. Now, it, it, for for as that good is as, really good, so good. When when I made the comparison to Upsilons, do you think this this ability? Should be more or less expensive than Tavson. Less. I, I would Tavson, say I yeah, I would say less as well less. because it's only for this ship. Tavson is a facilitator. Yeah, I mean it does have a back arc, a better dial, but um, so I mean it it, it it's more self sufficient than Tavson, but Tavson is just the linchpin of. Uh, you know, just put it next to a Kylo or other stuff, and it'll just make other things better. Where this, uh, like Dion said, mm. and, and I think the speed of it is also a little bit of a detriment uh, because big ships just have a more difficult time navigating through uh, obstacles and other ships getting bumped. So forcing it to constantly move um, fast is 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 bad for it. Well, it's got it's got red stamp. Slam on the brakes, use the force. This is true. They force? got crew. They got crew. You can put force on there. I was trying to think of a way to get the. I think that's the difference to me between this and Tavson. Tavson's out there like confidently double modifying attacks with a reinforce uh, some rounds, whereas this one's really gonna have to choose uh, what or how it modifies its dice. That. That re red reinforce is going to be so tempting, but uh, man, it's going to mess this thing all up. And I'm cu I'm curious to see if they're going to be putting configurations on this thing because it is multi-faction. It's also multi-era, kind of right. Like it's we 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 see it even in the Mandalorian, like in Mandalorian era, which is post, uh, you know, post. Um, uh, civil, so I must, civil war is what's pop, popping in my head. What's the word? The actual word? Um, uh, it's it's after the original right, galactic the, civil war. Galactic after civil war. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm curious. I mean, maybe maybe we get a modif uh, a, a configuration that allows it to boost, which I think could give it a higher time on target because I think you're going to have to use the in order to make it worth its points obviously you're going to have the front arc but you're going to have to use the booty because you're going to have to get it turned around at some point right so uh, I could see I could see something like that possibly happening on a configuration because they limited they limited the action bar I could see them maybe doing two or three different configurations depending on the era to maybe spice that up just a smidge all right, let's go ahead and take a look at at, a, at another one here. We got Bo Katan. Will, what we got? All right, Bo Katan. Uh, this is an initiative four uh, for the, the Republic. <laughs> I was going to say, just, did, just they, did they show that in their Twitter? Or is this just us up re-updating? Yeah, just just re-updating. Just let's let's okay, touch okay. base while we're here. Okay, so this is a uh, yeah, because I was about to read the separatist one. This is you're showing on screen uh, what they spoiled before, which is the Republic Bo-Katan, uh, the Night Owl Commander. Uh, this one, like, like I said, in Shift Four. Uh, this one's ability reads: After you fully execute a maneuver, you may gain one deplete token to choose an object in your front arc at range zero to two. If you do, another friendly ship may perform a lock. May perform a lock action to lock that object. So you move, no bumps. Uh, take a deplete. Choose an object in your front arc, and then you give someone else a lock. Hmm. So this would be like her going in for a block, or that ship's going to move past her. Or something. I feel like this is more beneficial for a. Uh, what do I want to say? More beneficial against higher initiative ships. Cool. I don't. I, I feel. I, I'm. I'm not sure. I like putting a deplete token on what I think is going to be a sixty or seventy point ship. That's going to likely be a target, um, right? Unless there are mechanics that allow you to remove, isn't there? Does Hound only work with strain or strain and deplete? It's both. It's both. So you can just put it. Uh, put a. But now you got two support ships. I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's, uh, there's mechanics that may allow you to get rid of it. So we don't know what All else right. comes with it. So there might be a mechanic or something else that that allows you to to nullify that a little bit. Or make it a little bit more bearable. I like it. I like it. And then I wanted to now just kind of do that little side side by side here and pull up the separatist one. This one was one of the new ones uh, that was revealed. Take it, Ryan. Uh, Vizsla's lieutenant is Bo-Katan's title as the separatist as the I-4. Before a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 activates... You may spend one charge. For context, the Spokatan has one charge reoccurring every turn. If you do, that ship may gain one strain token to remove one non-stress red or orange token. So it's anti-lock tech. It's anti-ion tech. It's, uh, hey, my hyena bomber reloaded. I can shoot it this turn now. 
Um, that's... Well, it has to take the action. So it needs advanced sensors. Like if you want, if you advance sensors. Yeah, because the spoke contain is before the friendly ship activates. So unless they get coordinated, well, actually, not even advanced sensors. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's very niche. Um, I think it's mostly going to be anti-ion and anti-lock tech, which for people who may um, have may not may have missed the ruling that was made a few months maybe more than more than four months ago that dealt with what happens if you were to remove an ion from a ship that had already been ioned from the previous turn so it's going to have to do the ionized one straight um well if bo were to remove said ion um, I think, Will, correct me if I'm wrong, it's you still need to secretly put down a dial at the beginning of your turn, even if you're Ion now, right? You set a secret dial, but it is not assigned to you in the system, or in the planning phase. So yeah, it's it's like an emergency to make these weird cutthroat and Bo-Katan things not just break the game. But yeah, so, you still you uh, essentially still set a dial if you're ionized, but it doesn't it never means anything unless you're like I said, I have Bokatan around or you're a cutthroat person. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And also the it, it works on itself, so that's uh and it's, since it's before activation, basically Bokatan is never really target locked by multiple ships. It's like, oh you target lock me? Okay, now the target lock's gone. Uh, I'm gonna do a blue maneuver to clear that 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 um strain is it and mm -hmm. yes strain voila <laughs> like that that's that's pretty nasty this is way better than the um than the republic one yeah and this the in sort of the mid-game situation after it, we all do it if we see jam across the board and we have ships that can lock we lock rocks or our friendly ships in the early parts of the game after you get past that sort of state, or if your ship doesn't have a lock action and can't do that, um, this is a way that if you have someone who jams you before you activate to get rid of that jam token via the spoke tan. So, but I'm I'm mostly seeing it as anti-lock tech most of the time. I like it. Maybe you know she you knows in, in her in her sep when she works for the separatists. You know when she's more kind of I I thematically because there is a republic and a separatist version here. Is she like thematically? Is she like meaner here? Maybe that's why I don't know. I don't know why she's more she's more reckless. More reckless for taking those trains. Uh, I do got. I was trying to think of any orange token that could end up on a separatist ship. And I thought of intercept boosters that gives you a disarm token in the system phase for the tri fighter. Mm. I guess you could remove that disarm. What? What is that? Any tri fighter? Yeah, intercept booster is just like a, a three round config. So basically, it, like it would need to be on. the initiative fives in order for that to work, right? Uh, no, because they get the the disarm in the system phase. Yeah, but Bogotan's triggers before friendly ship at range zero to two activates. I mean, so you would be able to circumvent the I'm 
I'm not going to shoot you because of the intercept boosters, because you know, right? Uh, if you slam, because you have that option, you're still disarmed if you do that afterward. It's true. I was just trying to think of any orange token that would actually still work, and I think that's... That's about all I can think of. Nantax get tractors after they move. I can't think of much else. All right. Now, it's, I believe... anti-Ketsu anti crew tech. There, this, <laughs> hey, yeah. you never know. You never know. It could, you you got to have answers. You got to have answers. Were there were there any other pilots? I think these were the only two new ones. I don't I don't think there were any other ones. In that in the post they put yeah that was the two new ones. Two. All right, but we did get upgrades. Now this this is where things going to get a little saucy. I think. Um, so that's that's exciting. But before we do that, I got I got to show off these cars, man. They came out so good. They came out so good. By the way, for our, for our patrons, the Fang Fighter, the leader here, uh, instead of going generic on the back like we did for um, for Empire, we got Fen Rao on one side and Old Tarak on the uh, on the other. So two named pilots instead of just one. But Old Tarak is the official leader, so he's the only one that was made in plastic. Just so you know. That's just just putting that out there. All right. Oh wait, hold on. I got I got one more. Actually, uh, chat reminded me of it. Navi reminded me of it. Gorgle. Gorgle, hey, there is a name. our boy. Uh, there is an Antex that gets uh, tokens in the system phase. Gorgle, the I two, uh, can can gain a disarm token to choose a friendly ship at range zero to two. If you do, it gains one tractor token then repairs one of its face-up ship cards. So, might be a good friend along with Bo-Katan. You could actually heal uh, Bo-Katan's ship crits on that big old nine health, uh, while then Bo-Katan could uh, let Gorgol do it while still shooting. Or do it and get rid of the tractor. Well, on a large base, one tractor means nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean... If you're doing but, it, on yeah. Yourself, if you're doing yeah. on another another ship or something like that, um, so there's there's some interesting synergies there. All right. Well, let, let's go ahead and hit the the upgrades that are going to be in the gauntlet. We're starting, and I'm guessing that some of these are going to also end up being in the uh, in the Razor Crest as well, because like Mandalorian. Um, but here we go. The Beskar reinforced plating. It is a modification. Mandalorians only. And that's the only thing that's there. That does mean that Mandalorians in any faction, Sabine, right, can use this card. Not sure if that's going to be the best place for it, but could be interesting. Two charges while you defend. If the attacker is in your front arc, before you would be dealt a face-up damage card, you may... Option one, spend one charge to be dealt that card face down instead, or spend two charges to discard it instead. Just be like, nah, never mind. I don't want to. So here's what here's my question to you, you my friends. Is this more or less expensive than a so I'm gonna ask two questions back to back. More or less expensive than a whole upgrade? First question. And then second, more or less expensive than a shield upgrade. 
So I'll say it depends on the agility. I think this is not going to be a sliding scale. I think they're going to give it. Uh, so I think it'll probably be comparable to a two agility hull upgrade, somewhere like in the five point range, four or five points. Um, but if you're putting it on any three agility, which I don't know, how, oh, I think there might be some Mandalorians in the Fang Fighters in three agility. All of them are. Okay, so yeah. I think Fen, it'll be... Fen is the only one who can't put it on because he's not allowed. Yeah, so I think <laughs> it'll be a um, kind of in the in the five. Actually, if we can go on those, maybe like five or six. And then speaking about Sabine, Sabine and the Shadowcaster, which already has a defensive ability out of the, out of the side, out of the side turret. Um, this probably just makes Sabine even more. And I mean, uh, we're getting to like Vinny level of um of survivability with just you know taking stuff out and you can also put cannon jars <laughs> with sabine so that's like a never going to die sabine and sabine still putting out three dice out of the front with with stuff so um, so yeah i mean it, it, don't count sabine out for for something like this now, now will i saw you shaking no. your head what, what no. what's up well see this is this Reminds me of Impervium Plating. Impervium ah. Plating's uh, worth just a little bit more th or a little bit less than a hull upgrade because it only activates when you're critted. If someone just does six hits to you, uh, your best guard plating ain't going to do anything to save you. So I, I would rate it ever so slightly underneath the hull upgrade but with the potential to be as good as a shield. So now, Ryan. Interesting. Yeah. Now, now, Ryan, quick question. Do you think you're going to be able to see the card before you choose this? Because it does say before you are Delta face up. I, I would say no, then. Unless, I'm, unless there's some timing thing. It's, you know you're going to be Delta crit. You don't know what it is. So you can either say it's going to be face down or discard it. I will say, and people will, you know this, you fly Fang fighters a ton. Um, crits on Fangs across the board can be very devastating. Like, whether it's direct to already get the half, whether it's structural, whether it's damaged engine, it, there are so many crits the Fangs do not want to see that could be game-changing. Sad currently for Fen Rao, can't take it because he doesn't have a mod slot because balancing reasons because <laughs> we don't want afterburners fen rao is that what yeah, you're saying afterburners self self device. Device. <laughs> yeah no thanks i'm <laughs> no, good on that <laughs> um and that's why what to marcel's point we could see this varied by agility might make some sense in that regard um so but i do get on will's side it is very much like impervium plating in this in that regard but even you get Impervium will just, it, you just discard after you see it, right? Like, let's, let me quickly look up the wording on Impervium and see what it says. Just because I want to see... Impervium, you had to look at it because you need to know if it's a ship trade or not. Uh, right. That could, yes. that could the wording the could give us precedent on yes. how this goes. So the, the Beskar reinforced plating is actually worse, potentially, than Impervium. It's weird. You don't know, but you could discard anything, right? It's it's any of any of the crits. But let's see. Impervium says before you be dealt a 
ship damage so you have to know it's a ship but it has the same wording of before you would right yeah bef- before you would be dealt and uh, before you, you would be dealt ship. So yeah, it says like before you would be dealt a face up damage card it doesn't say ship on it no so we're comparing we're comparing impervium plating to beskar reinforced plating yeah, so the only reason why you'd have to at least be able to see a card is because you have to know if it's a ship. With Beskar Reinforced Plating, it just says it needs to be a face-up card. And you know it's going to be that when it's a crit. So when it says, before you would be dealt, Imperium has the same thing, so do you get to know the crit I think, or not? I think you get to look. Just by yeah, reading I it, like I, th- I, th- I think you get it, you look, and then before you deal it, you're like, no, I don't want it. So draw, pick, look. Dealt would be once you finally put it on... The, I mean, that's that's a lot of semantics and movement that's not exactly part of the overall rules. But if we go by the precedence of impervium plating, which has a weird clause to where you actually have to know what it is, mm-hmm. but it has all the same wording... It might be one of those weird cases where one of the cards isn't exactly future-proofed well with the other, and they had to use a similar wording, and we just have to go with the precedence, which is you get to see it. Right. I think this might end up being one of those BIS rulings. Like, no, you don't get to look at it. Why? Because we said so. <laughs> it might it might I end mean, up being one of those. But I, I would wanted, say the precedent right now be... is to look at it. Yeah, if they wanted to be good, I, I think they would let you look at the card first. Because if you're like, oh, panicked, whatever, I'm fine. But if it's like whole breach, be like, no, I'm good. Get now, one devil's advocate from Will's point comparing it to Impervium Plating and its pricing is that Impervium Plating is only able to be taken on one type of ship. This mod's mod of Beskar Reinforced Plating, you just need to be a Mandalorian. Any and ship. it's not... Yeah, and it's not a uh, unique or pipped or anything. Nope. So, Man, Mando's also, on parade. For those who've been like, "Oh, I'm gonna put in one of my favorite favorite characters from the movies, Boba Fett." Right now, he doesn't have the Mandalorian keyword. He's a hunter. He's not a Mandalorian. It's his armor. By, but he's by, not a Mandal- by by George Lucas's and some amount of Star Wars canon. Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. We'll see if it changes because of Book of Boba Fett. I don't know. There's, we're going to go into a lot more things now with that character, and we'll see if that key wording needs to change and if we need another pass on Boba's balancing in this game. <laughs> that that that's uh that that's a great like clickbait title how book of boba fett changed the game of x-wing you know something like that all right um ryan which one do you want clan training or mandalorian optics oh let's go with the optics one stick with the mod slot so we have a another mod with mandalorian keywords so same thing as the plating this one also has two charges none reoccurring so once you use them they're gone unless cutthroat or other things During the system phase, you may spend one charge to acquire a lock on an object in your front arc. While you perform a primary attack, if you have a lock on the defender, ignore obstacles beyond range zero obstructing the attack. So if you have an enemy locked, well, for for one, you're getting a free lock in the system phase. That's good. 
right? Just baseline. They have to be in your front arc. So either you're in a situation where they're at range three and you're closing to that range one, or you're already close and you want to lock because you're about to do a K turn talent roll, whatever. So you have at least a mod shooting back at them. Second part of it is the ship you have locked when you perform a primary attack, you ignore the obstacles beyond range zero, obstructing the attack. So it basically makes sure that you ignore it in terms of giving them the additional defense dice, but they also worded it to make sure you don't ignore it if you're sitting on a rock. Huh. Cool. I like I like this. I, I like this. We got we got one more from this pack, and that is the clan training. Take it, Marcel. Okay, so this is an EPT. It's a pilot talent, and before one non-recurring charge, uh, before you engage, if you are not focused, and there is an enemy ship in your front arc at range one you may spend the charge to perform a red focus action. After you perform an attack, if the defender is destroyed, you recover a charge. Um, so yeah, so it's basically like a pseudo uh, Han Solo gunner um, with, le with more restrictions, only one charge unless you kill something. I think this will be really good on, um, on somebody like, uh, like Fen Rao or... Uh, so just a really, really heavy hitter. Just get in there, range one. Um, target no, lock. Hold focus. on, wait. I just saw. I just saw Stanny grab a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to staple this on the Fen Rao. <laughs> yeah, just target lock. Boost. I mean, actually, not target lock boost because that. I mean, that's, it, is, it uh, is an action. It, it is an action, if, and this yeah, Fen Rao already has it set up. You just take a lock, and you have a fully modded attack. Yeah, yeah, and then you can get the charge back afterwards. I mean, that is um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, or even even if you don't, um, you know, even if is is do you have? I'm I'm trying to remember the fangs. They can barrel roll focus or boost focus, right? Like that's their thing. Yeah, correct. They yeah, have those to reposition link to focus. Yeah, to reposition link to focus. Um, okay, so I mean they can already do that, so that's that's kind of something. But I think it'll also. I, I mean I know you're putting it like that on uh, the stapler on Fen Rao, but I I think it'll be actually really good on on any Mandalorian. I mean I can't see any ship that won't benefit from especially the um the the gauntlet i mean the, the gauntlet is I mean, tank the gauntlet is tanky enough to not really care about taking some damage early on especially on um on what is that um uh venezla vesla vizla valdemir uh the one that gets the extra attack die every other gun yeah yeah so now you've got a five die Target lock, focus, range, one shot. Um, and if you kill something with that five die double modded shot, then you get the charge back. I mean, that's that's pretty strong. And and I want to I want to rain on a couple people's parade. Remember what you can't do: you cannot perform a focus action for your normal action and then have done this because you can only do each action once per turn, right? So mm -hmm. you can't. Yeah, it's not, you, a, it's you not a choir or anything. Exactly. Like that, yeah. If it was, ooh, 
you know how a lot of people are like you know pretty cute when they throw oh i'm gonna do the advanced proton torpedo on fenrir i'll get that six dice range one you're like all right cool you locked with fend it's not fully modded i mean it's okay but normally not worth the points i this scary <laughs> fully modded. i still don't i i think five is enough i mean this is coming from a guy that i want to roll 12 dice that let me i think in fenrir I'm, I'm i'm okay with five because the second clause, after you perform an attack, doesn't have to be primary. If the defender's destroyed, you recover a charge. I mean, it, it, in, in the cases where in the cases where Fen Rao doesn't need to reposition and can take a lock and has this, it is extremely good. I'm trying to think of all the Mandalorians. You you mentioned uh, the Shadowcaster. Uh, Sabim could just evade. Uh, anybody in a fire spray could just boost um, or lock as well. Uh, is there ones I'm missing? I mean, uh, a Sabim evading in the TIE Fighter. Is there a other Mandalorians? Sabine A-Wing. Same thing. Just mm -hmm. System phase boost, take your... Take yeah, your so good. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I I think this this seems like a good card. I think this is something that uh, that we're gonna. It's gonna be competitively priced. I would I would guess. I would guess. All right. Now now we're gonna get into the uh, the upgrades that were revealed that are gonna be in the Razor Crest box. And and this is where this is where people. Yes, sir. We did have another pilot with those upgrade cards too. The oh, did I, did I miss Mandalorian one? Royal Guard. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed it. Should be in the Twitter link I have there too. Second I will. I'll, I'll go. I'll go find it. Tell us. Tell us about it. All right. So at least we can talk about a bit. It's an initiative four. Um, it oh, is... that's right. I actually deleted it from the folder. I was like, oh, we saw this already, right? There we go. Uh, I think this one's brand new. Uh, Two-Pip Mandalorian Royal Guard uh, has the normal Concordia face-off, and it has the ability, while a friendly non-small ship defends, if you are in the attack arc, you may gain a deplete and strains both. If you do, the defender may change one result to an evade. So they're giving Concordia, essentially, to a friendly medium or large base ship by taking a deplete or strained and strained token, both. Um, they, they're what they're called. They are Royal Guard. They are protecting something. It's very important. Um, i really concerned if they start protecting Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. You want yeah, to be Boba Fett Concordia? Uh, and Boba, the thing is that all the ship needs to be is in arc of the attack. Boba can not even be range one and still get those evades because of this. So it's not Concordia specifically for the range one effect like the normal ship. It's this ship needs to be in arc. That's it. Doesn't even have to be any range restriction close to the friend they're trying to help. Just need to be able to be shot by what's shooting at your friend. Get a deplete and a strain, and then you change the result to an evade. There are probably many other things that this can help out that could be even scarier. Uh, Marcel, you can pair these with your Sabine Shadowcaster, too. Oh. 
Man, that thing is never dead. Uh, boss, yeah, and, boss probably likes uh, the, this. Let's get some guards out right. there. Yeah, the I think imagine, imagine is, protecting well, the IGs. Oof. Oof. The agility medium bases. Uh, what's guaranteed evades now? Any calculates could be powerful. Uh, I just want to just remind everybody that you do, if this was, say, stressed at the time, so did a focus link or the barrel linked into focus, right? Then gain the deplete and a string. Uh, you do clear all three of those at once. So, had you already shot already, you could uh, clear the uh, deplete and strain and stress all at once. Oh, snap. I like that. I like that. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, and roll into the upgrades that were for for the Razor Crest that I think probably sparked the most amount of discussion out of all of these because of not necessarily what is the most likely to happen, but more what is the possibility of what can happen. Uh, Will, I will let you choose which one do you want to hit first. Let's go with Mayfield. All right, here he is. Mayfield, Gunner, Imperial, or Scum? Yeah, Migs Mayfield says, after you perform a front arc attack, you may perform a rear arc or a turret arc attack as a bonus attack against a different target with one or more red or orange tokens. So first off, you got to have a gunner slot, a rear arc, or a turret arc. Okay. The front arc attack doesn't need to be anything fancy if, from what I'm understanding. Yeah, it's just a normal front arc attack or, or does, if you have mean, a front attack weapon. Does that mean weapon or attack? I always get those mixed up. It's that that means if you f that that is a a weapon that is using that front arc. Okay, so this would be a, a cannon or something. It couldn't it be your turret in the front. No, it couldn't Correct. be your turret in the front. It had to be a cannon or your pr a primary forward arc that was printed on there. Snapshot. Okay. You know, okay. those things. Ooh, snapshot. Uh, wow, I didn't even think about that one. Uh, but anyway, so you do that front arc attack, most likely a primary. You get to do then a rear arc attack or a turret attack afterwards, but against a different target with at least one or more red or orange tokens. Now, what's nice about this is that it doesn't say non-lock. So you, as long as this is one of the early people shooting in the round, you can just shoot before another ship who took a lock. In fact, it could just be your own lock that you took uh, and just shot somebody else who you didn't have a lock with first. Um, so you, it, I think it, because you can, most ships have lock. I think it, you really easily get around that has to have a red or orange token. But... Uh, I'm trying to think of all these shifts. So you took out the decimator option by clarifying that it can't be the front turret out the front, uh, which leaves, to my understanding, just the tie aggressor he could be equipped on then. And probably the Razor Crest. 
is probably well i'm i'm saying for imperials for yeah uh, for, for just, is there one um, i'm well, missing for imperials eventually the gauntlet mm, assuming it has a gunner slot that's true we don't know if it will or won't okay but yeah it's, it's weird that they put imperial in there and yeah uh, as of now it's it. literally just the aggressor or the lambda uh, so, uh, no you can do the yeah. lambda shuttle why not Lam- lambda, lambda doesn't no have a gunner good. Gunner. Oh, yeah, you're uh, right. Isophane said yeah. they can use Doesn't a, a decimator with a torp. So ion torp, That's and then you true. shoot your turret. At, uh, but it would have to be a different target, and your lock would be on. Uh, it, that's problematic. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see this on an aggressor. Let's go. Um, <laughs> anybody but double edge. Uh, for <laughs> scum, though, you do have quite the options. Like you said, obviously, the Razor Crest going to have that rear arc. Uh, fire spray as well. Um, jump this masters. would be uh, jump master. Yeah, you can go cannon and then turret or torpedo and something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it always had to be your turret for the jump master. Um, I'm trying to think of the other things. Skurgs as well have a gunner slot. You can shoot your primary and then your turret as well. Uh, I think all the other ones don't have gunner slots. Am I missing? Yeah, another many chapter? people may have confused this because it was, this was a recent change. But the Scum Y Wings lost their gunner slot to gain a missile slot. So remember that was mm. an update done. The only Y Wing with a gunner left over right now is the Republic Y Wing. Could this oh, could, could this true. card make a contracted scout worth it? Well, well I mean, why would you not go to no. Oh, cause, cause so that I can control my turn. Yeah. Because you want the out the front cannon and then primary double tap. Oh, you mean a punishing one? The punishing one esque. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you take punishing one and a cannon and iron. Yeah, cannon. that's what I'm saying. Two, because the punishing dice. one is two, three dice guns in the front. Like you can tractor then, then or you can ion and then this tractor then this. Denker yeah. tractoring something. Yeah, I just but don't you, like you, putting but, bonus yeah, shots on a ship that already has a bonus shot. But it has to be two different targets, though. So you can't track your right. beam and then utilize the ship. So, uh, interesting. I think I think we'll see it mostly on uh, a, a Skurgs or um, Fire Spurs. I'm, I'll be interested to see. Shadowcaster, how... I think Shadowcaster likes it. Oh, you know what? That is the other one I was trying to think of. Shadowcaster does have the front and then a turret, doesn't it? But it doesn't have a gunner. No gunner. No uh, gunner. Ah, yeah. that gunner slot. Asajj would have been the big one for this because Asajj oh, has yeah. that stress dealing mechanic. No, she would have loved it. Well, they're handing out orange tokens as well, right? Ketsu, here you go. Here's an orange token for my bonus attack. Yep. Or the jam from Seavor. Uh, mm, okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I did forget about one. We were talking about how it works for the decimator. I would assume that it would work the, for the Falcon then, too. Shoot a missile at your front. And then shoot your turret, I guess. Yep. I I have missiles two points. Not as much of an investment. Yeah, you got a tracer. Just take focus, tracer. Give everyone locks, and then you can shoot yourself again with your turret. Actually, yeah, using tracer. Actually, no, you wouldn't be able to because you have to shoot a different ship. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, you can. (laughs) (laughs) This Uh, makes this a puzzle. The more we talk about this one, the the less less I. The less and less I feel like the cost of him. Oh uh, yeah, this is this <laughs> yeah. is going to be like a two or three point 
thing. It's all about that cheap. It's still a bonus mm. attack. Granted, veter ve veteran tail gunner is a bonus attack and it's currently two points. So two points. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, and this I, is a I think it'll be it'll be around gunner. there. It'll it'll be around there for sure. Not great. They want it to represent the, the the gun with the arm, so that's why it's a bonus attack. Let's be honest, right? Um, yeah. Cool. All right, Ryan, you got three left. Which one do you want to hit? Grief, Queel, or Pelly? We lost you, Ryan. I hit the mute button too many times. Uh, let's go with the one that angers me least. Let's go Queel. <laughs> Quill. Sorry, I just I just get angry when I see red coordinate just added to whatever they want. Alrighty. Here we go. All Hit right. it. Scum Quill, only. Probably the card that's people are most hyped about right now out of this group. Mm -hmm. Quill is a scum only crew. It is an action. So you to use any of this you have to perform an action from this card. Which is roll one attack die for each damage card you have. For each hit result, repair one face up ship damage card. Then for each crit result, repair one face down damage card. For each blank, remove one orange token. And then for each eyeball, gain a focus token. So there are going to be games where you're going to roll this on your YV-66 or on your YT-1300, the Scum Falcon, and you're going to get somehow an obscene amount of, of health regen because you rolled a bunch of crits or something to the like, or you generate a bunch of focuses, or you had a bunch of face-up ship damage cards. Structural damage really sucks. Now you can then get rid of it. Um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be hard to determine the cost of Quill. There's going to it. I feel like Quill is going to work a lot like heroic to the, to the community. They're going to get those feels and it's going to both on the good end for someone who's using it. It's, it's going to be that, that heroic Quill, he saved me or your opponent is going to hate it so much because you, because it saved your, it saved them. So, um, I don't know if it's going to be a... I feel like it's going to be more than five points. I don't know how much more. I don't even know if it will be over five. I feel like it probably will be. It's a lot of positives for this. I'm really glad it's not in the Rebel faction to put on Rebel Han. That would be oh, my big. goodness. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I don't know what you're talking about. My boss is going to roll eight crits and go back up to full hull. <laughs> um, Look... I don't know what you're talking Stuff about. Stuff like that will happen, <laughs> and people, you will go crazy because how cool that it's going to happen. But your opponents can look across the table and be like, just draw, just jaw hit the table. Like, <laughs> I now what? I it's, yeah. it's all I, I just did all that work, and he did this action, and my and it's over. <laughs> so so this obviously, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I was looking at the chat for a bit, but I don't know if you mentioned Teltravera. Uh, so Teltraboro with Cutthroat, Hall Upgrade, and this, uh, and also Moralo Evalo, Moral Evalo, whatever, however you say it, because those two ships in particular can can walk around with a lot of damage tokens, 
and still have a way to kind of get out of dodge one of them by by just respawning and you can respawn away from the action and then the other one just by you know taking taking the next right you know um just take it right out of off the board and show up somewhere else and just take a couple action i mean take a couple rounds before you re-engage just rolling dice rolling dice rolling dice and you can potentially take uh especially with cutthroat you can protect potentially take um what's his name um oh god even if you have like r2 or something on there even worse but you can potentially take a uh Taltravera back to zero damage on it and then if somebody else dies back to cutthroat i mean again going to things that never die and then of course uh we were talking about sabine with you know just all the never die mechanics this is another thing that never die mechanics so but i like it on morallo because morallo has an, an easy exit and um, one of the things that that uh, farmer pointed out when he was talking about this is most ships that you want to use it on, you're giving up your modifier in order to do it, and then you're probably going to die in a turn or you know one or two turns later if you're rolling enough dice. So you need something that that either can be coordinated it. So you need a, something coordinating this action so you can still take your regular action to reinforce or whatever it is, or you need something that can escape and just take a few turns to really just uh dig into rolling this maybe three or two three times before getting back into the fight can can i say that this looks awesome in uh, epic play i know we don't usually talk about it but it makes me go huh <laughs> you mean when epic ships get two actions a turn yeah yeah reinforce and let's heal slash get focuses this this is the, the, the scum epic meta is right here folks yeah <laughs> he's here to the stay big thing with quill is there's no downside other than you just have to have an action you could roll a bunch because of blanks the, the, the yeah the downside is the variance goes the other way and you just don't get anything you want you don't get focus tokens you get a bunch of blanks, and you might get a, a hit get, result, and you don't have any ship damage cards. You get, right? like, you get five focus results, or you get five focus tokens. Like, not what you needed that round. Probably on your one agility ship. So, like I said, there's there's going to be the variance feels, or it's going to feel great. Sometimes, it's not going to do much. I'm excited. Now, here's a question. Is there, we, there is a rule right now where you the the six dice rule does it specifically say when attacking and defending is that for when attacking and defending yeah okay cool so just that means that the six dice max roll rule will not apply to this that's yeah or else you'd have some weird final salvos all right cool i just wanted i just wanted to 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 hit that because that's something that's been popping up in in discussion so it's like oh you can only roll six dice once well that's the uh, you know attacking or defending only. All right, there there's Queel, Marcel. Which one would you like? Take your pick. I have you... no idea which ones there are, so just pick one for me, and I'll read it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do this. We'll we'll save the one uh, that I think might be the most problematic for last. We'll go uh, we'll go Pelly Pellimoto next. Pellimoto. So you've got a scum, medium or large base ship only, and it is a crew. It says during the system phase, you may perform one action 
on your damage cards, even while stressed. Okay, during the system phase, you can... That's pretty good. After you, re after you repair a face-up ship damage card, you may roll one attack die. On a hit result, repair another face-up ship damage card. On a critical result, expose one damage card. Um... It, it, this feels a lot like uh, isn't what is it novice? Yeah, this is just technician. Yeah, <laughs> the, is that it's the novice technician that happens at the end phase, right? Uh, yeah. So novice technician's in phase. This is system phase. For, so about the same there, um, with the potential of maybe like getting lucky and clearing a couple. You more, might get two, but that's that's yeah. the difference. And this is more restrictive. Obviously, scum, medium, and large only. Yeah, and that one is worth two points. I think this will probably also stay at about two points. Uh, mm -hmm. It's essentially novice technician. It's um, it's meh. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad. bad. It's, well, it's... it does still allow you to perform actions on damage cards even while you're stressed, no matter how much stress you have. Yeah. So if it is, it might be one more point than novice technician. But, I mean, if you throw it on Bosk, not bad. Bosk is stressed a lot at some point in some games depending on your loadout yeah i mean contraband cybernetics and you know other stuff on it but yeah you know. I, I, pally pally just being on there as insurance to flip down a uh, a blinded pilot it seems, seems awesome. like just, well it's just pilot crit oh ship. pilot pilot ship. sorry ship 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 sorry like like i, I think she should <laughs> probably I mean, they got to be the same cost, right? Like, there's yeah. a limitation. Novice technician can fix wounded and blinded pilots where Pelly can't, but Pelly could fix two of your ship crits. So, yeah, I think I like novice better because it, um, well, Pelly is guaranteed. So is novice. Novice, no, novice one. Has Oh, yeah, yeah. It heals one, and then based on the result. Right, then a two-thirds chance to flip up another one. Pelly's only a one-eighth chance to flip up a card. So she she is a lot better than the novice technician. So maybe she is three points. It's, they're going to be really close yeah. in point cost. Yeah, maybe three. I, I Even, I mean, in, in Scum, there's just so many other better cards. Kira... Yeah, two point crew uh, and Scum go pretty far. Uh, four Lamzakis. I mean, there's just so many other options with Scum that I don't know how much how much use this one will get unless. How much you want to bank on getting two ship crits at the same time? Well, let's let's go ahead. Let's move on to the to the man of the hour, Grief Karga. No, don't delete this file. Ryan wants me to, but I can't. We can't do it. All right. Grief Karga, Scum Only Crew. It adds the red coordinate action to whatever ship it is equipped to and has the following ability. You can coordinate allied ships as if they were friendly ships. So that's setting up some, you know, some, uh, some play where you have more than just two people playing. Or if you have some type of mechanic in order to have mixed factions going on. And then the second paragraph, after you coordinate a ship, it may acquire a lock, not, a, you know, not an action, this is acquire a lock 
on an object that you have locked. So you have a your coordinator was able to lock in a previous turn. It does a coordinate to some other ship. Boom, it gets a target lock as well, regardless whether or not it has a target lock action um, on its bar or not. I'm not sure if that applies to anywhere in Scum, but it could in the future. Mining guild ties. Mining guild jumpers. tie fighters. There it is. Well, no, after it. you coordinate, oh, yeah, the other ship may acquire lock. Yeah. Yeah, so, so escape I, crafts. Yeah. I think that I think that's. I don't know why you're trying to give an escape. Why? Why a you're coordinating? Well, I guess you coordinate a, an escape craft to coordinate. The, sh the ship that's coordinating has to have the lock action as well. So they yes. have to have something else locked. No. So escape crafts don't have. The oh lock. no, I'm, I mean like uh, court. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like uh, trying to give that free lock to a ship that doesn't have it, like. Like a Seavor or uh, Zuvio. I think everybody else has lock and scum. So I, I want to take a second and uh, and compare this to Gleb, right? Gleb was the, it was the previous card uh, that kind of gave us a very similar issue, right? Just just handing out. Um, coordinate now we saw we saw Gleb played quite a bit but as the price rose people stopped looking at it um, grief Karga is different than Gleb is I would say I mean it's not bad but it's grief worse than Gleb thus gonna be cheaper than Gleb agree disagree uh, definitely worse because you have to set up the lock first, and I don't know of a way for Scum to get long-range target locks off the top of my head. I no, I mean, at this I point, you're talking about one. multiple coordinators, but then... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, waste, like yeah. I said, coordinating a coordinator at that point is losing efficiency. Plus, while that is cool, if you were able to pull that off, if you gave a ship, say, a focus and a lock before no. K-turns or something... Wait, wait. wait. I think I got one. What about this grief with um I'm trying to think about this? Uh, no, because you need double actions. I'm trying to see if there's like some kind of like thing you can do with uh, with like IGD and IGA where uh, IGA can toss a token back and and just like share tokens, share locks, and stuff like that. But you still need I mean, I, I, I guess, I, yeah, I guess so. originally you can take your your gauntlet because um, I'm not thinking boss, but more if it has double crew, the gauntlet. If not, on your YV, take take a target lock action and then get fed to calculate. But then later on, Ugh, you can yeah, coordinate just, and just taking the lock action, not using it, and then coordinating the round afterwards just sounds like the sequence events that's just not going to happen normally like i don't know who benefits from that i mean obviously well, this this is supposed to go on the razor crest so maybe there's something we don't know about free locks on the razor quest yeah that's what i was going to say unless there's like free lock mechanics kind of like what um the bokatan on the mm -hmm. on the galactic Republic I, guess, was the one? I guess if you have zeb or zeb the zam and grief on the same ship, you could get a free lock through Sam, and then coordinate 
the round afterwards, I guess. Yeah. Chat's also mentioning one of the upgrade cards we talked about earlier, the Mandalorian Optics. That's You get that system phase lock in the front arc. Mm, now that I do like, that combination. Probably on the gauntlet. So you get the system phase lock, then you move, yeah. and then you coordinate, and other people get a lock. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think this is also a potential candidate to go on, like, if depending on the cost, Gleb appeared on a bunch of Hawks to make it like, hey, look, I got a, a Hawk out there coordinating and doing its job. Because you want your cheap – if you're adding a – coordinator out there like a dedicated coordinator you find the cheapest platform you can do it on uh where it's beneficial and right now um that's going to be a hawk in scum so we might just see that in that capacity too it's it's not it's not very you know exciting but it's good you know just having a, a cheap coordinator out there all right for me the only reason why i was unhappy seeing like i love the character i'm really glad to see grief karga in x-wing the words can say anything they want. My concern is the addition of the red coordinate in the scum faction again. And I'm my own, I'm only concerned if it's on the cheaper end. Gleb is what now? Six? So as long as grief isn't less than five, I'm probably okay. Like, I think we're generally coming to the conclusion he's just a touch less useful in the ability than Gleb because mm-hmm. uh, at least Gleb has the option to pass the stress to someone who's already doing a blue maneuver yeah. but Grief requires a little more setup and specific chassis usage whereas Gleb if you wanted to maximize um, could be thrown on anything including a Jakku Gunrunner um, Grief can still have that if he's cheaper and points align even if it's one point cheaper, uh, Grief Cargo could be put on those cheaper platforms and it might roll out a certain list that works well with it. We'll see. I mean, Gleb was two points before. That was just hands down way too cheap anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what it is at first, at least. We'll see. We'll see if we've learned from the past or not. All right. Well, those are, those are the new upgrades and... Uh, you guys have any shout outs to anything? We got, we're coming up on the holidays. Um, looking at the calendar here real quick. Um, so we'll have a podcast next week. Um, but the week after that, going to go ahead and take that Monday off. Call it a holiday break. Um, I'm going to have some uh, – my daughter's asleep. Uh, but my, my sister is going to be visiting. And uh, my daughter loves my sister. So we're going to – that's the day she's flying in. So we're going to be – uh, doing that uh, should be should be a good time. Uh, but do you guys have any shout outs for anybody before we we call it a night? Just my pup here. All right, Ryan, keep 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 uh, keep keep doing the Papa thing. All right, you're doing great. You're doing great. Yeah, You'll I've been, I've, learn I've something checking, every day. Uh, been checking the feet every once in a while. He's just really cute and sleeping, so he's All doing right. good. And I just want to say rest in peace to my Christmas tree. What what happened to your tree? Oh, your cat knocked it it down. (laughs) I have a cat. (laughs) I have a cat. My tree isn't down for now. Well, what do you have? You have like bricks laying it down? Did you like? Nope. She's just not. She just doesn't jump. I mean, she, the only thing she'll do is she likes going under it and kind of existing underneath there. Cause it's just like 
shelter, I guess. Sometimes no. she'll try to reach a paw up and paw it up. No, this this one tries to see how high up and it can go, and then eventually it gets high enough to where it just tips it over. All right, everybody. Well, last reminder about Jank Tank, and for those of you who have been missing the uh, the Wednesday night flight clubs or the Saturday flight clubs, uh, the Saturday ones are coming back. Uh, the Wednesday nights, we have to figure that out. I'm going to be honest because. I really like playing X-Wing in person. Um, uh, we got some things to figure out. But uh, Saturday, um, we'll be coming back. We'll be live uh, this Saturday, the 18th. We will not be live on Christmas, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah. So more more X-Wing action to come soon. And, oh, there's the baby. Oh, it's so cute, sleepy. Ah, I want to squeeze the baby. All right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for watching. Stay smart. Stay safe. Gold Squadron out.